journey over with quickly. Lieutenant Garrison had been his friend for over a year, and he wasn't looking forward to saying a final goodbye to him and the other soldiers he had led on patrol so many times. Two long hours later, it was over. They went to Senior Master Sergeant O'Malley's home for refreshments and to visit. Sergeant O'Malley was Rebecca's father's brother, her father and mother had been killed two years earlier by a raiding Comanche war party north of Fort Clark a hundred miles or so. She had come to live with the O'Malley's and had met Ty, who was chief of scouts at Clark. He was the best-looking man she had ever seen. O'Malley told her stories about Ty and what a fine man he was. She quickly found herself falling in love with him. Later, Post Commander James Thurston and Captain McClellan dropped by the O'Malley's to reminisce and tell stories about Lieutenant Garrison. The stories were mostly about some of the funny things Garrison had said or done when he first arrived at Clark, fresh out of the point, including Buff's assessment of the lieutenant the first time he met him. They all got a big laugh, remembering Buff saying, this here lieutenant greener than green. He don't know nothing about nothing. Later, after arriving back at their house, an emotionally spent Ty said he was going to lie down for a while. He had controlled his emotions during the service and at the O'Malley's, outwardly anyway. But mentally, he was drained. He believed what he had heard was true in that it was tougher to keep things inside than to just let one's emotions go. Honey, why don't you wake me up in a couple hours, he said. Rebecca kissed him on the cheek. I'll get you up just before dinner's ready. She went outside and sat down on the porch beside Buff. Today was tough on Ty, she said. Sure enough, Buff answered. He thought a lot of that there, Lieutenant Garrison, and the others. But he also killed his old friend, Kia. That's a lot to handle all at once for any man. I know a lot about losing friends over the years, but I can't imagine how it would feel killing one. He stood up and said, I think I'll take a walk before supper. Be back in about an hour. He stepped off the porch and walked along the bank of Las Moras Creek that wound its way through the fort. Walking the creek reminded him of other creeks he had walked along with his friend Ben forty years or so ago. He was remembering the many good times and the bad they had in the Rockies with Jim Bridger, Jerome Absher, and some of the other trappers. God, how he missed those days trapping during what was called the Shining Times in the Rockies and the Yellowstone. If he could go back to those days, he would in a second. He had said before that if God would allow him to go back, even for a week, he would trade the years he had left on earth for the opportunity. He sat down and leaned against an oak tree, and looking west, stared at the beautiful sunset. 
He thought this Texas guy looked just like this guy he remembered in the Rockies. He was glad he had come to Fort Clark to meet his old friend's son. He regretted he had not come before to see Ben. Ben had been killed several years earlier, and Buff's not seeing him was one of the two regrets in his life. The other was not seeing his parents, brothers, or sisters since he left home to be a mountain man. That was fifty years ago, and he didn't know if he still had family living or not. He was content living with Ty and Rebecca, and was elated that at his age he had been able to help Ty on patrols. He was almost as happy as Ty when he heard about Rebecca being pregnant. He felt for the first time in over fifty years that he was part of a family, and he loved it. He laughed, thinking that he had never been married. And